0: Put on my blue sweat shoes, baby. Bought at the plane. I touched down in the land of the Delta Blues. Blue sports, yes. In the middle of the pouring rain. WC handy. When you look down over me. Hey, I got a first class ticket. And I was fly as a guy.
1: First move is the executive
2: wants to sign Lamar Odom. Who was on? Hey, this crack.
1: Sports, man. Come on man. Hey bro, you listening to the sports dance. New sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh.
2: Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Sports Desk, episode 191, and boy, are we happy to be here today. (laughs) We are happy. It's your guy, one more time, Dedrick L. Hicks Jr., one
1: half of your sportsologists. and remember folks, acknowledge me, and it's your man, Black. We are back once again in the building, one of your favorite sportsologists in the building, D. Let's get into it Absolutely,
2: absolutely It is back, it is back It is football season And what a wild, wild weekend In college football Man, it was fantastic And we are going to dive in it all And hold tight Garnet and Gold members (laughs) We going there Y'all sit tight But we got to do something very, very important First, Black uh, A couple of weeks ago We showed Serena Williams' The utmost respect. We showed love, expressed our sentiments about everything that she uh is and, and what she's done and what she means. But Black, she's officially retired. Uh Serena going out in the third round of the US Open uh this past Friday night, officially ending her professional tennis career. Black, real quick. If you want to hear that episode, man, it's out there. We did it like two weeks ago, man. Episode one eighty eight, I believe it was. But Black Serena is officially done with tennis.
1: Uh, wrap up Serena's career and your sentiments about her, man. Man, um, in my opinion, she's a legend, man. And um, sometimes we get so caught up in the in the sports of basketball and football and the goat talk. We never really look at look at the sports where it's just on one person. And if it's one, if it's one, one the sport where it's all on you, you got to say Serena Williams is, is, is the real goat in my opinion. You know, the thing that she has accomplished, uh, the, everything, the, the, the door she has opened to see these women look at Serena, man, in, in awe of who she is and the makeup of Serena Williams is, is, is crazy to watch, man. It's like, we watch a lot of sports. Me personally, I watch a little bit of everything, but if you sit and watch a tennis match that involves Serena Williams, indeed you can you can uh also say the same thing when we were texting, man, it's just yep. it's different. different like energy, man. The, man, the energy in the how electric it is when this woman is on the court, like you can tell right. that she's the one. <laughs> yeah. She's fact. the one, you can tell it. And man, that It's that's gonna be really missed, man, and and the one thing I really do love that Serena did say was, you know, it wouldn't be if it wasn't Venus, it wouldn't be a Serena. Mm -hmm. You know, her sister had to knock that door down to give the greatest of all time. Her, her opportunity mm-hmm. And man that's just, just just High class right there for me D mm-hmm. But man she's going to be missed I'm still holding I hope she's going to come back At some point in time but she is Officially retired and mm-hmm. you know she Want to go on and grow her family and uh, Do some other things So uh, she's truly going to Be missed and man it's just <clears throat> We just been treated D. Because basically we were There to see the growth of Serena Williams Mm-hmm. You know, we got to see the growth of a lot of good people, bruh. Mm -hmm. And our generation is just blessed to see them flourish and do the things that they have done. And I'm so happy for Serena. Wish her all the best. She deserves it. The greatest of all time in sports, in my opinion, D. Yeah, the GOAT, man. The GOAT, a legend beyond measure.
2: Uh, I love Serena Williams. Um, I've followed her career very closely, um since she really arrived. Um, and I never forget the first match that I saw. I was actually at my grandparents' house, and her and her sister were on the floor, and they had all these beads in their hair, and I was just amazed that they were out there moving around playing tennis like that, and they didn't they weren't concerned about losing the eye. That's just the first thing as a young child, as I was watching, and then my grandfather proceeded to let me know. You know what this is Who are they And ever since then I had always Kept an eye on them Not really knowing much Not knowing where they came from Of course we know their story now If you haven't seen King Richard I highly recommend uh, That watch Go ahead and check that out So you can kind of get a glimpse Of their upbringing In their life But um, just throughout time She shattered all moles mm-hmm. She reset Uh, the standard she is the greatest of all time there is no question in my opinion she is on my Mount Rushmore of athletes male or female there's no in between she is on that Mount Rushmore list what she's done for the culture what she's done to bring positivity and energy and creativity to an all-time high just with her outfits on the court um, uh, Her shoes uh, What she's done uh, In fashion And how she's raising her daughter And just all the things that she is Is remarkable And I hope that she continues to get her just due And I'm a, I feel a little differently from you Black I, I don't want to see her no more On the court It's mm. time She's done enough What else can she do Nothing She's the GOAT She's the best Selfishly, I know why you said that, but there's no more need for it. Serena, it's time for her to move on, and it kind of feels eerily similar to when Kobe retired from basketball. When Kobe left basketball, he jumped into his next phase, and like he, it's like he was always there. His creativity with his books and uh, the, the the basketball. Uh, Jim and team for the young ladies and everything that he was doing on the podcast and all that, he was just really moving. And it looks like Serena is going to be going into a similar direction. I'm really excited to see what moves forward for Serena. So, salute to the GOAT to the greatest of all time. Uh, I was a little emotional watching the Man. last her last match because you kind of felt that she was losing a little steam, you kind of mm-hmm. felt that. Man, she she might not pull it out because if you go back to her match on Wednesday, oh my! Man, you you just look, felt like man. Wednesday. She just gave it everything she had to knock off the number two player in the world. Mm-hmm. And what a moment! Spike yeah, a- Lee, Tiger Woods, her family in the stands, who's who's uh, supporters out there, Lala Anthony, and her her, her sister, her mom, like just everybody's out there. And it felt really good to watch that and her conquer and win that match, man. But on Friday night, it felt like you just saw it as a match went a little longer and longer. Like, mm. man, Serena just like she's just kind of losing a little bit of steam. And it's okay. It's okay. So, shout but to out see, to that Serena. fight,
1: man. That fight. Yeah. Oh, boy, man. I just, I, I love everything about her, bro. I'm Absolutely. sorry to cut you no, off. No, no, you good, she, man. She's just good. amazing, man. And I think. Yeah. I, f- I just feel like, D, we don't, we don't look at the, the sports where it's just that everything's on that one person. Mm-hmm. There's so many people we could sit here and talk about, but to have all the pressure on you, mm-hmm. it's different from football and basketball and hockey and mm-hmm. in those sports. When everything's on you, to rise to that, to that baby. talk or that GOAT talk and it's all on you, that's special, D. Yeah, that's different. That's special, man. and That's different. For... Uh, she has set the standard, man, for so many women after her. You know, they look at Serena Williams, they look at her, they look at the way she's doing, it. and then even to come in a sport that was white dominant and then dominated herself—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's an amazing thing to watch. I'm happy that I was able to be a part and watch all yeah, these matches sure. and see her. It's just amazing. She really gonna be missed, man. I, yep. like you say, she's on my route, Mount Rushmore as well. Greatest of all time, man. Can't doubt it. You know Mm -hmm. nothing about it. No conversations need to be had. Mm -hmm. She is that. The greatest of all time.
2: Yes, sir. One more time. Serena Williams, the GOAT. As LeBron did. The GOAT. See you soon, baby. All right. All right. Black Donovan Mitchell has officially been traded from the Utah Jazz to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, Black, the New York Knicks just can't get right. (laughs) The New York Knicks apparently and allegedly had this deal signed. All the Jazz wanted was one more pick. And Donovan Mitchell would have been out in Madison Square Garden. The Knicks did not give that up. But you know who did give it up? The Cleveland Cavaliers. And man, this was a team that I did not see trying to make a move. Their young core is really, really good. Mm -hmm. They made it to the playoffs. And boom, now they add another all-star to the fray. Black, like, I like the trade for Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I like the trade for Cleveland. I think this puts them in a position to go from that bottom seventh, eighth seed up to possibly the three or the four seed or even a two seed in the Eastern Conference. You pour in energy and youth, and I think that's gonna and it's, we've seen obviously what LeBron and what he did in Cleveland that city loves basketball Mm -hmm. that city loves energy and I think Donovan Mitchell and and Darius Garland and and, and, uh, all those young players who they have out there they're going to continue to pour that in uh, to the uh, organization and I think it's going to work there Mm -hmm. I think it's a nice fit for Donovan Mitchell the question is what more will cleveland have to do to get them to opportunity to reach the nba finals but we could talk about that later but i like the trade donovan mitchell cleveland Cavaliers i
1: oh, love the trade uh nick fans i'm sorry <laughs> that y'all have to go through this every time the y'all, y'all literally was this close from getting a homegrown kid and it didn't happen for y'all mm-hmm. you know and, and, and it's sad i feel your pain mm-hmm. i feel your pain i know it's 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 tough but something's gotta happen in New York. I know we talking about office, Donald, man. Man, something has to happen. They got to be a little more aggressive and stop tatering at the back of the line. You know what I'm saying? Front office, the Knicks man. ain't been nothing since since when the early 2000s. D. Oh, when when Melo was there. I, I apologize. When Melo was there. After Melo left, it was just hot garbage. It's just hot garbage. But I love the move, D. I love the move. And the reason why I love the move cuz now you can Donovan Mitchell going to be able to go to Cleveland and play play freely. Yeah. He's going to go he's going to move to the two guard position and Darius Garland's going to be the one. Yep. And if you haven't realized Darius Garland was one of the top sis, assist man last year in the league. All so star. he's going to find a way to get Donovan Mitchell the ball. Donovan Mitchell is going to be able to do a lot more moving around on the basketball court. It's going to help his game. Yep. He ain't got to be the primary ball handler the assist guy anymore like he was in Utah. So I like the move with him, and then the the big man they got. Um, oh, I feel Mobley, Evan Mobley. I I I love this. They be able nice to trio. keep their core and that keep get a nice trio, and then they got some nice bench players as well. So I like the move, D. I I, I really want to be able to see how they can they're going to be able to compete in the East, cause the the East ain't going nowhere. The East going to be tough, man. And but Cleveland definitely has did what it takes to put themselves in that top echelon of teams who can compete right away and see if they can get to an NBA Finals. Yeah, the Knicks front office is a disaster.
2: Everybody involved. James Dolan down. It's a disaster. The the, the Jazz were waiting on y'all, New York. They were going to give you a home... Do you know what that would have been able to do to the guard? They haven't had a caliber player like Donovan Mitchell since Carmelo Anthony come there. They haven't had it. They've had nice pieces here and there. Some old Wiley, Wiley retros like Derrick Rose show up, but they haven't had a guy who's in his prime. And compare him with a Bronson. Yeah, the back they would have been an undersized backcourt, but them some ball players. Mm-hmm. And now he goes to even a better situation in Cleveland. New York Knicks fans, take all the robotussin you need. <laughs> New York Knicks fans. Take all the Pepno-Bismol and everything you need because the first time that the Cleveland Cavaliers come to the New York, to the Garden, I'm pretty sure that's going to be a tough night for you
1: <laughs> because I'm
2: pretty sure the Cleveland Cavaliers probably will win that game by 30. Dang. I'm pretty sure. All right. All right, Black, let's move on. Let's see what else we got on the icebreaker for all my mixed martial arts fans. This weekend, UFC 279, I believe, and we have a highly touted exciting bout on display you have the legend from Stockton, baby in california nathan diaz will be taking on i mean i haven't seen a hype train like this probably since mcgregor to be really with real with you um well shemaev mm. welterweight bout black the mma community is on fire for this match Black, what are your thoughts going into this weekend, UFC 275, Diaz
1: versus Shemaya? Uh, I'm excited about it, man. I, I I love matchups like this. Whenever Anytime we get to get Nate, even though uh, Nate be getting whooped, man, it's exciting to have him, <laughs> Nate, man. He's very... He's very entertaining. You know, he's he just one of those guys. You know, I love his, you know, uh, the way he sells a fight. He gets you up and gets you ready. He wants you to, he wants, Nate gets you tuned in to the fight. And I, I love it, man. And I know it's going to be a lot of back and forth in this one. But uh, like D said, man, Shamai has, what's, Shamai, what is, hashma, Shamai, Shamai ass. He's a dog, man. He's a killer. Mm-hmm. We done seen the rise of this guy. Indeed, we we haven't seen the rise like this since Conor. Like, his buzz is through the roof, man. And um, how Dana White is uh, moving this kid, I love to see it. You know, he he putting him in the fire, putting him in matches he's supposed to be in with uh, with, with some of the greats and giving him some of the top fighters. And I love to see it because we really want to see what he has. But, man, um, I, I'm, I'm inspecting fireworks. Hopefully we can get a get ma- good match here. I want to see the best from Nate. Uh, I really do. I'm low-key rooting for Nate to win this, but I know Shemize is, is is a killer, man. So I'm, I'm just going to sit back and really enjoy this one. I ain't going to put a lot of pressure on myself with this one. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm expecting this to be a really good one. I'm, I'm happy that Dana White got this one done and how quickly we are getting it because it seems like they just made it and we're getting it right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm excited for it, D. Can't wait till, uh Saturday night. Yeah, excited for it, man. Love the big-time fights in the UFC
2: especially when you got this the, the young lion who's just gained all this momentum he's not even in prime his career with Shamayev uh but now he's facing a legend um uh, just a downright dog and Nathan Diaz he's been around for so long and like Black said he is just an attraction and when you get a Nate Diaz fight, the MMA world will be tuned in to pay attention for that. But I'm just going to keep it real. I mean, Shamaya going to steamroll him. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Nate Diaz somehow, someway, by a lucky, lucky, lucky punch, lucky submission, finds himself getting his hands raised. I will not sit in my chair and be like, I can't believe I won't even do that because I know Nate. But this kid... Shamayev, he is the real deal. Usually going into big fights with a younger star, there's questions. Mm -hmm. Can they deliver in a big moment? There's no questions for Shamayev. It's just, is he gonna go in there and handle his business and move on to possibly a title shot or even a number one contender's bout? That's all he has. Nate Diaz, if he wins this fight, give him a title shot. Just give him a title shot and send him on his way. Give him one last, we'll give him his second crack ever at the title cuz his first one was over a decade ago. Give him a crack at the title and send him on his way the way legends should go out, winning the belt or not winning it. It's plain and simple. But Chamiah will steamroll Nate Diaz, and we will hope that Nate Diaz can give us an excellent post-fight conference like he always does. Post-fight <laughs> post-fight interview like he always does.
1: All right, Black. Who wins the fight? Um,
2: oh, man. bro, don't be taking
1: all this time. I'ma go Shamaya, but in my heart, I want Nate to win it. Oh, okay. But I'ma go Shamaya win this. Uh, he wins this fight. I'ma say that he win this fight by stoppage because uh, them he gonna open Nate up badly. We didn't seen it so many times, and we didn't seen fights in the past when Nate the fight had to be stopped because Nate got opened up so much. I mm-hmm. mean, it's gonna be a bloodbath, though. I could believe. I could tell you that it's gonna be a bloodbath. Well, for Nate Shoot oh, for We Nate. already know It's finna be for Nate All that scar tissue On his face <laughs> You know So Yeah man I, I got my winning this By stoppage And uh, I'm gonna say Maybe the third Maybe fourth round
2: Yeah I'm with you I yeah. think it goes Three or four And then uh it's gonna be over But uh Hey We've seen The strangest we, Yes we have Wildest things we just,
1: Yes we have We
2: just seen it A couple <laughs> weeks ago When In my opinion Still The pound for pound Best fighter in all The MMA Was not unconscious So, I can't wait That's why you love the UFC That's why you love the UFC (laughs) Shout out to the UFC Alright man, so those are icebreakers to uh, start the show We're getting ready to go ahead And uh, really start that conversation And about to have that talk All right, I'm super excited To really have uh, To have this moment I've been waiting For so long Do some more
1: sports, bro. Come on, man. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports game? <laughs> M- Maybach music.
0: Gage the gage! Get the gaze the
2: What a night last night, my man. What a night, man. What a night last night. Man, I'm so, so excited to be in the space that we're in that we can have this conversation. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Like I said at the beginning of the show, college football was a wild, wild weekend. And boy, last night was absolutely insane. Florida State, LSU sensational up-and-down matchup. I thought that I was going to... Uh, I thought I was headed to be in cardiac arrest mm. several times in this game, but nothing could prepare me. Nothing could prepare me for the final four minutes of this football game. But before we get there, Black, I want to know how you was feeling going into the game as the Florida State Seminoles win 24-23 to 23 over the LSU Tigers. Spoiling Brian Kelly's coaching debut in New Orleans. Black, how did you feel going into the game?
1: Well, um, we had a good conversation in the green room. Shout out to the green room. Shout out to the green room. And I was just so optimistic. I just said I didn't care how we got it done. I just wanted to win. Yep. Because... If you know one thing, D and 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 we watch a lot of Florida State football, especially home openers, and it kills me that we couldn't watch it together the other night, cause mm-hmm. it would have been electric up in here in our office, my boy. <laughs> but man, um I'm just happy to finally be on the other side. Mm-hmm. Florida State found a way to win. Mm-hmm. The last three to four years, we've had these close games and came out on a losing side. Mm-hmm. And now Florida State has found a way to get the job done. I don't care how it was done. It got done. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, I know in college football, you you, you want to see style points. You want to see blowouts. But sometimes that's not what's needed. Sometimes teams who have been struggling to win and need a key win, you got to go get it the hard way sometimes, man. Even though um, I feel like this game shouldn't even been hard. But just to lead up for it, man, I was – I was cool. I was calm. You know, once we got into the game, you know, you know me, D, I I, I became a wreck. But I was I was I was (laughs) chill. I was chill for three quarters until we got to the fourth. Um, Had to take a quick trip to the ER. But the lead up, (laughs) the lead up, D, I was really cool, man. I was excited. I was hopeful, you know, that uh, things will go our way. I knew we would win. I just didn't know how. But I'm I'm happy we got it, D. So I definitely was really chill in the lead up to the uh, game.
2: I was chill too, man. We just had so much ups and downs. And I'm an emotional Florida State fan. I'm very mm. emotional. I'm very outlandish <laughs> type of fan. I don't apologize for it. I mean, it is what it is. You know, I'm going to say it and I'm going to say it again. I grew up with the Garnet and Gold looking one way and one way only. Competitive, physical, athletic, and winners. Mm. That's how I grew up watching my Florida State Seminoles. And over the past, man, what, f- three to six years? It's been very, very tough to be able to stomach anything. But I am I made a promise to myself. I made a promise to myself, and I'm going to make a promise to Black, Papa Gary, and all the guardian and Gold out there. I, from this day forward, no matter the circumstance, will make it seem like I am aborting... My team. I will no longer do that. I'm doing it for myself, not none of you bozos out there (laughs) (laughs) who feel differently. So anyway, but I was chill, man. But I ain't gonna lie to you. I was fairly busy after I got off work yesterday, so my mind was in other places. So I knew the game was coming. I got home from work, took me a shower, threw on my Florida State shirt, had on my Florida State hat, all in the house. Very, very excited. And as. As, it, as that thing got to 7 o'clock black, my stomach dropped. <laughs> my stomach dropped black. I said, man, this I don't like this feeling right here, man. But I know what time it is. It's game time. So I didn't really start to feel the nerves until 7 o'clock. And then when the you turn it to, turn it to ABC and the broadcast comes on and Then I really had the jitters, man. Mm -hmm. I really had the jitters going into the game, man. So that's how I was feeling going into the game. All right, Black, let's go into the game, man. Down in the Superdome in New Orleans, Florida State, 24 to 23. Black, let's just jump right into what are your overall thoughts on the game and just walk me through the game until we got to that four-minute mark in the
1: fourth quarter. The main thing for me, man, and – what Florida State been dealing with the past few years, man, you just want to see them come out and see if they're going to be competitive. You know, if you want to see if they're going to come out and try to really make a statement. And I felt like Florida State was able to do that. Look, man, um, shout out to uh, Alex Atkins, our OC slash offensive line coach. Man, they had a, b- a brilliant game plan. I love the long drives. You know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do, bruh. You know, I I know people like to see the college game, you know, straight down the field, touchdown quick. But sometimes, bro, when, <laughs> when, when you coming from a situation when you three and out, three and out all the time and you come to a situation where it's taking you 12 and 13 plays, but you moving the ball, I love to see it. I mean, I've never seen, it's been a very long time since I've been able to see Florida State convert on third downs the way they were in this game, D. That really stood out for me they found a way to get first downs. They found a way to keep the offense on the field. They found a way to keep their defense on the sideline. And to see that early in that game, that meant a lot. Now, this game, in my opinion, D, was supposed to be a blowout. I feel like you left 17 points on on the field. And, you know, that that comes with, you know, um not being uh, not being disciplined even though I think Florida State played pre play, uh played pretty disciplined uh football game they had a few personal fouls here and there but the calls that they did get they led to touchdowns so um i some great uh play calling instead of the plays when yet the goal line or um certain passes that should have went to other people it was a lot it was points left out on the field i think this game shouldn't even been close but it did it was close and to be able to be in a situation to win the game through special teams, that's a good look. It, special teams told the story of this game. You got two muff, uh, you had two muff punts and then you had two block field, two, two block extra points in this game. Mm-hmm. So really special teams told this tale of this football game and it was won by special teams. And, Last time I checked, that plays an important part in football. Am I correct? I am. Correct. <laughs> that plays a part. So, the hey man, this 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 game was, I was just happy to see Florida State look better. Mm-hmm. No, regardless of who say what and how they feel about Jordan Travis, he has improved. hmm He's owning that he's the number one. You can tell he's playing like a quarterback. They ain't got no worries. Ain't nobody No, him. know he the him. man. Ain't nobody. He ain't got to worry about nobody behind him. I love that we already know what he was with his leg, man. But to see this kid get out on the run and make timely throws and convert, it was a great thing to see, D. Florida State defense, you gave me three quarters of beautiful football. Beautiful football. Uh, boy number five, verse, I love you. Yeah, verse, yeah. The yes. boy Bethune from the, UFC, the UCF transfer line biker, I love you. Mm-hmm. Florida State now is dealing. They got some real good talent on this team. D, mm-hmm. we always had talent. We always had speed. We in Florida. You're going to get that. Got players, but nine. they got some players now. <laughs> they got some boys that going to come out here and play some football. And that boy, Jamin Robinson, boy, you the deal. Mm-hmm. You the deal. <laughs> Every this game. This game gave me everything I needed to see from Florida State. Big-time win, D. Big-time win. And shout-out to the young kid, man, who who could have hey, just bro, probably took a playoff to and let him get status. the field goal. But he played through. He kept strapping and was able to get down, block that field goal to get us to win. So I love it, D. Happy to see Florida State, how, how improved they look. I just want to see them continue to move forward and build on this every week, every week, every week. But definitely, I'm excited to see my nose look much better than they have the past three years. This
2: is all I ask
1: This is all I want
2: What I saw last night That's what I want This is all I ask for Is to compete Make plays Good coaching Good play calling This is all I ask I can live with wins and losses However they may come But over the past few years We just gonna call it what it is Florida State has just not been very good We've been atrocious and abysmal In a lot of areas But last night I've seen progress in a positive way. Jordan Travis impressed me. He looks better. His footwork is better. I love the rollout plays when he was converting on third down. The smarts that he was using in key scramble situations. I just love a lot of what he did. You know, you can't teach an old dog a whole bunch of new tricks. But you can help him improve on what he's done. And that's exactly what I saw with Jordan Travis. I knew Jordan Travis was going to be obviously a key factor to help, help us win this game because he's the quarterback. This is football. You could talk to me about defensive backs. You could talk to me about offensive linemen. You could talk to me about whatever. But if you ain't got a quarterback, a sound quarterback who won't make mistakes that'll kill you, Well, well, instead, drive the car safely to your driveway. That's what's going to cause you to get wins in football. And Jordan Travis showed me a lot last night. The defense was sound. I was very impressed with the defense for three and a half quarters. Very impressed with the defense. And I said, okay, I didn't expect this tonight. From the deep, I didn't expect the type of speed, the game, the better tackling. The, uh, we got some bonehead penalties here and there, but it happens on the defensive side of the ball. But I was very, very impressed with my defense. We was able to run the ball and establish some type of run on LSU. But the key thing for me was the coaching. Mm. Mike Norvell and his staff made me feel good last night. A couple bonehead plays, we'll get to it in a minute, but there were more positives than negatives. Yeah, I can live with that as we continue to march forward. Very impressive win from by the nose. It just felt good to finally be in a position where I can be like, you know what, man? It looked like we might be on our way to something. I don't know exactly what that something is, but it feels like that we're on our way to something this year. Big win for Florida State last night in New Orleans, in the Superdome. Brian Kelly making his debut. I'm glad that we were able to spoil that and move to 2-0 going into a bye week. That feels good. It's got to feel good for those kids to pull up the Tallahassee. Knowing that they're 2-0 with a bye week to get prepared for our next game on next Friday. So I'm very, very excited to see what else is to come from this. Shout out to my boys in Garnett and Gold, man. Shout out to my boys and 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 to be. This is my first time ever doing this, but shout out to Coach Norvell. I love what he said in the press conference. I love the verbiage that he was using. Their goal this year. How are you going to respond? How are you going to respond? And he said that's what he was screaming on to the players as they were going out for that extra point. How are you going to respond? I like that message. It's real time. And I appreciate the efforts from Coach Novell Black the last four minutes of this game. Good (laughs) God of have merciness. (laughs) I suffered several health ailments. Mm. Watching this, I'm like you. I felt like we should have won this game by 14 or more. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) when you get to a situation that you're not familiar with, Florida State, Mm -hmm. you have to learn. You have to learn how to close. You have to learn how to win. We were afforded the opportunity at the very last play of the game. I'll take that. But, Black, how did you feel watching the last four minutes of that game, the key turnovers? Like, how did you feel before we got to the point where LSU, like, they was about to tie this game, we was headed to overtime?
1: Man, my stomach was in knots, man. Like, I just, like, man, we've been playing so good. Like, we literally were... A few things here and there, but we literally were playing perfect football yeah. in a way. You know what I'm saying? Some people might say I'm being biased, but looking at what we've dealt with the past four to three years, that looked like perfection to some Florida State fans. And and I'm pretty sure you, all Florida State Garnet and Gold fans feel the same. Mm-hmm. Like we were seeing, the we people was like, I was in awe. I was in awe, man. To see Jordan Travis, the way he was playing, and the one play that really like had me like, you know what? that really means something. I feel like Florida State, for him to stand in that pocket and take the shot that he took and deliver that ball on a dime like he did D and to score that touchdown, I was like, oh, man. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. This kid has come a very long way. He's showing leadership in every way. And that's what you need. I don't think Florida State had real leadership on some of these past teams. And I feel like they got it on both sides of the ball now. Mm-hmm. But, man, I just – and my stomach was in knots, man, because once once Brian Kelly – I was like, man, at some point, you know he going to figure something. Because people can say what they want to say about Brian Kelly. Oh, he's an ass. He's this. He's that. But he's still a great coach. Mm-hmm. He's still a great coach. He's one of the best coaches in football. And when they went, when they went tempo D, I was like, oh Lord. Yeah, man. Same when they here. went to that tempo, man, I was Same like, here. man. Same here. But we hadn't seen it the whole game. Mm-hmm. But I was like, man, the tempo finna kill us. And that's what really killed us. Mm-hmm. Like you say, a few bonehead plays here and you know, there on the defensive side of the ball didn't help the situation. But they went, when they was doing tempo, they went up and down the field how they wanted to. But, man, just to lead up to that, man, I was like, man, lead man, why, why, why? But I still, in the back of my head, we didn't been in situations like this in past games. Last year, a lot last year with Notre Dame. A lot of the year before that with Virginia Tech. What's going to be the play that wins the game? And Florida State always came out on the other side. And the time, it just went our way, D. It's, it was our time. Sometimes you Sometimes in college football, you got uh, to have a little bit of luck, little too. A little bit of football. luck. You got to have a little bit of luck, too, in football. I don't care what you say. That's fact. And the luck finally went our way. It hadn't been going our way. And people had been rejoicing that it hadn't been going our way. They supposed but to. But now it has. Mm-hmm. Now it has. So, yeah, man, I just, did. my stomach was in knots, man. It just was a lot going on in, in that moment. But definitely, I really feel like that tempo from LSU really put us in a situation where we were we could have almost gave this game away.
2: Yeah, shout out to Southern Red Winery. <laughs> I drunk a good amount of that in the final quarter of the game, and I was really chilling. I was really chilling, and then I had to go pop that cork. <laughs> Pull me a glass, a big glass. We go up and score the touchdown in the fourth quarter. I said, okay. Wow. we finna, like, you know, cruise on out, close this thing out. And at this point, a comfortable win. A comfortable win. And it always happens like this, doesn't it? You start to feel real good. I'm starting to send some tweets out.
0: <laughs> what what room, I said, bro, yeah, it ain't yeah.
2: over, bro. Yeah. The green room was popping off. Shout out to Dumb Barn said. And, uh, It started happening. JT Daniels, (laughs) out of nowhere, started looking like Michael Vick. Lord. I mean, the man had not been able to run the LSU offense all night long. And then in the final four minutes, the man looked like he was the MVP, Michael Vick, in Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) Then they score. Come right back. 90 something we down the 1 yard line and this is the bonehead play of the night by coach Norvell and our offensive of coordinator. Why are we pitching the ball? What what scenario did we think that that was something that was smart to do? In the touchdown
1: before you was in the I formation. You it was in the I, I gave it to the hey, fullback. Why not do, do that it again? again.
2: <laughs> I was blown away that we pitched the ball. And to be real with you, I would have need that thing down until we got to fourth down and kicked the field goal. <laughs> That's another option that you had. We turn it over. LSU gets it on the two yard line. I said there's no way, and I said this in the green room. Oh, bonehead play, but JT Daniels can't throw. But you know what he can do? He can run, <laughs> and he he ran ninety nine yards. Down the field, my boy, to get them in position to not only get to a position to score, but he threw a high slant over the middle. I said, What the hell? And I'm looking at the DB like, You, you did. I you was, was just, like, What are you even looking we, at? Sir? What the hell was you doing? Butt naked touchdown. So at this point, I just have the wine bottle in my hand. No more glass. <laughs> I said, if we get ready to go to overtime, this whole bottle is going down the chute tonight. So all the confusion, was he inbounds? Was he not inbounds? And then they line up and y'all seen exactly what I saw. When the kick first happened, I thought it was good. I did too. So I just kind of looked away like, man, we finna go to overtime. Matter of fact, I was getting ready to call you. But then I was like, wait a minute now. What? Did we block that? Like, did he miss that? Because I missed it. I missed it. I thought we was getting ready to head to overtime. And lo and behold, special teams. whole game. Special teams once again comes through. Block, extra point, nose win, 24 to 23. Talking about a heart stopper. <laughs> Talk about emergency room. <laughs> Doctors visits lineup for the next seven days. <laughs> but my nose got it done. And we're 2-0. We're 2-0, headed into about a bye week, and I could not be more happier. I could not be more happy, man. Florida State, man, man, it's been a long time
1: coming to feel this. Black, any last thoughts on the game? Yeah, man, just excited, man. Now that we got over the hurdle of winning a big-time, you know, statement game that Mike Norvell really needed. He really needed this game mm-hmm. for his re- for his resume and being at Florida State because you got to win these type of games when you're in, at Florida State. You you have to win them. The SEC it had it had been talked about. The SEC was, was already dominated the whole weekend, mm-hmm. and all they needed was LSU to close the show. Mm-hmm. They would have went undefeated week one SEC, mm-hmm. but they weren't able to do that. Mm-mm. They weren't able to do that. And how happy am I to say Florida State is the one didn't that didn't allow that to happen. And man, I'm just you know, <clears throat> I'm excited. Looking forward to September 16th when we go to Louisville,
0: and Friday I want to and, and
1: and 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 it can't stop. It can't stop there. You have to go to Louisville and make a statement. This is a team that beat you last year. This is a team that's going to be their first home game, so they're going to be rocking in there. And all black. So you got to go make a statement. You don't beat LSU and then turn around and. And turn around and drop a ball against LSU. I mean, I, I mean against Louisville, who got smashed up by Syracuse. So I want to see Florida State keep pushing, keep pushing, go undefeated. Look, two and 3 and zero. Oh oh, nobody didn't think Florida State. Or look, you look up, and Florida State's four and 5 and zero. uh oh, and then you get in a, and then you get into the meat of your schedule. And I'm thinking, well, the Carolina schools ain't looking. The NC State. They're not, they not looking all that dominant. Um, Miami's always going to be a tough game. Syracuse, we're going to see what they got tonight. But it's some winnable games on this schedule. Boston College, oh, they just got beat by workers. It's some games here that Florida State can get D. And then what you're going to be looking at then? But I'm hopeful week by week, like I said, week by week. We got a bye week, so I'm going to relax and chill this week. And I'm hopeful for what we can do moving forward, D, and showing and growing every week, game by game.
2: Yeah, man, shout-out Florida State. Shout-out Florida State, man. And um, tough night for uh, LSU fans out there. But Ooh. oh well. <laughs> oh well. 2-0, nose on about week, headed to Louisville on next Friday night. Looking forward to that game. And uh, we'll see what's up there, man. All right, but let's head down to the swamp, down to Gainesville, the then-unranked Florida Gators took down the number seven-ranked Utah Utes in one of the games of the weekend. Black, you never see teams like Utah, teams go down to Florida. Ne- I can't tell you the last time anybody from the Pac-12 or anything done been down here at all. Yeah, so more, this, yeah. yeah, so this was a special game. Um, and all eyes were on a lot of different, um, pieces, new head coach, Billy Napier making his debut, Anthony Richardson, the full-time starting out for Florida, Utah, great season the year before getting to the Rose bowl. And now, um, you know, they came in with a high rank, but the Gators got it done 29 to 26 at home black. Talk to me about your thoughts, man. Talk to me about your thoughts going into the game. Who did you pick to win this game, and did it play out the way that you thought?
1: Um, didn't uh, didn't play out the way that I thought, but I did pick Florida to win because man, you gotta you gotta know stuff. Uh, you gotta know some things about the teams you don't like. Mm, yeah, yeah, you know. And I know Florida when uh, in home openers they just don't lose, and no matter who they're playing, they don't lose, and especially when they're at home, especially when they start when they playing in uh, Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Especially when they're playing in the swamp, you know, and I just felt like this was going to be a competitive game. I know Utah is a really good team. They returned over 15 starters from the team the year before that went to a Rose Bowl and beat Oregon twice last uh, last year. So, you knew that it was going to um, be a very good game, and they got a real quarterback back there, too. Ryzen is not a slouch. He's a gamer. And, man, they got that big 240-pound running back. I mean, he just a... Sledgehammer. Man, come on, man. I mean... It was, it was, it was. I knew it was going to be a down to the wire game, mm-hmm. man. And to see, you know, sh- and look here, man. Shout out to uh, Anthony Richardson, man. Yeah, that man. Kid, yeah, yeah. That kid got the goods, he man. Got he got to him. be able to leave, to come f- from one head coach and go to this Billy Napier, which Billy Napier is a great coach. He showed it, man. They had, a, they came up with a great game plan for this kid, and they did everything they needed to do. He made timely throws. He he literally played just how uh, Jordan Travis played. Mm-hmm. He made timely throws, did what he needed to do with his legs, and led his team. No turnovers. No turnover, but, man, look here, D, I'm going to say this, man. I'm happy he going to be gone after this year. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy we ain't got to deal with four years of him like we had to deal with Tebow. Because mm-hmm. it would have been some problems, man. Because mm-hmm. this kid, he, he out of sight. Mm. I like the kid, man. He 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 a big boy self. I'm pretty sure he probably about yeah two 30, five, two thirty two 30, You know what I'm saying? Six he four, a big five. boy too, man. But man, Florida Billy Napier got something, man. And you can you can ask the Green Room. You can even ask uh, you can even ask Ed. I mean, I've been I've been saying that, man. Once you get to recruiting and getting these bodies in here, man. And I mean, I don't know if it was just me, man, but. The Florida D line looked like the most massive thing you ever seen. Some big boys on the line. And I was like, "Oh Athletic man!" Too. But D, we had a hell of a game. Yes, we did. Back and forth, back and forth, and like like our game, it came down to one last play. One last play. And man, Florida was able to come out on the other end and have get a pick mm. in the red zone at that day. We had to. Who would have thought we had a block kick after a touchdown, extra point, and then they had a. Uh, uh interception right there on the goal line. Mm-hmm. It was it, it was crazy, man. Florida team, they're gonna be something to deal with. I'm just happy Ar gonna be gone after this because I think the kid can have an amazing year and he gonna ride that all the way to the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't see why no reason he would come back after if he have an amazing year. Mm-hmm. And they definitely have him ranked what top fifteen in in on on, on Mel Kiper's board or something top for twelve, players, top twelve. He's a I'm sorry, 12 prospect. Yeah, so man, um. Love what I seen from Florida. Uh, They're going to be around. Like I said, uh, we're we, we going to tell a tale. We're going to tell a tale when we get to the Kentuckys and the Tennessees. <laughs>
2: Freddie Briggs! <laughs> oh, man. Freddie Briggs! <laughs> what's up, fellas? Is that you, sir? <laughs> yes, sir. How's it going, my guy? Fred, my boy. It's what's going up, very boy? Slow. What up, black? <laughs> boy, you straight out here, boy. Hey, I'm I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> Love me. All right, my man. That was it was only right, man, that we dialed you up, my man. Yes, sir. Of course. Cool. So we uh we are at the portion. We're talking about Florida's massive win over Utah this mm. past Saturday night in the swamp 29-26. Game saving interception by the Gator defense to get that win. Fred, the floor yeah. is yours, man. What are your thoughts on the game? How do you feel about the Gators? And uh going forward, what do you think the Gators are gonna do this year, sir?
0: Well, I think all of us as Gator fans, we went into this game. Like we definitely thought we could uh win this game. Mm-hmm. Uh we even some of us even thought we could win big just because of the quarterback. Uh we knew we had a jackass and Dan Mullen um as the previous coach, <laughs> who I mean like uh, had Trash sitting on the bench, had Richardson sitting on the bench. I mean, this guy, A.R., played one game that Mel Kuyper said, so oh, this is the top 15 pickin' make big draft. Yeah, that's you know why. For some reason, Dan Mullen was there in practice with the dude and thought he couldn't start <laughs> at quarterback. So whatever the reason that was, but I, I do think Utah, Utah was the better team. I think Florida just had the better talent. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. But Utah definitely was the better team. And I and I peeked that as the game going on. I'm like, yeah, they it, I'm I'm looking at it like Madden almost like this yeah. is too easy for them. Like this is they, they are a season team. So all respect to Utah. Mm-hmm. I'm not even finna like talk no trash. I I, I would play Utah every year. Like I love their fans. Mm-hmm. It was a great that was one of the better experiences. As a Gator fan watching that, of course, mm-hmm. we came with the win. So, you know, it's going to be great. But I just think for both teams, it was a great, great game. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, and we needed that win, man, because we got Georgia down the t- uh, tailpipe. We got mm-hmm. y'all at the end of the year. Y'all um, got Kentucky next yesterday, week. yesterday, I don't believe in LSU no more. Y'all so got I Kentucky gonna... next Saturday. I, I think we can beat Kentucky. I'm, I'm really more worried about Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, of course, you always got to be worried about Kentucky and Tennessee, and because you know them, we always it's always down to the wire with one of them schools every year. For sure, you know what I mean. But I think um, with AR fifteen, he started the game a little shaky, and everybody's seen it. You could see his first pass; it was like, "Oh, okay, you yeah, nervous?" Like nervous. it's like he just was getting it out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And but as the game went on, we settled down. That was great to see because that that lets me know the rest of the season more mm-hmm. of what our team will look like. And not so much at the beginning of that game. Um, And we beat a veteran good team. You know, this is the number Mm -hmm. seven ranked team in the nation. And, like, man, I couldn't be more proud. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it was great, you know what I'm saying, to wake up the next morning and and your program just be on the right track. Mm -hmm. Your new head coach, the swamp sold out. It it, would have just broke my heart if we lost that game, bro. Like, it's hard coming out and, and just taking an L like that. But we won. It's great. We got a young stud at quarterback, even though we did, we only going to have him for one year. Mm-hmm. So we're going to maximize what we can do. I ain't making no super, super predictions, but mm. I'm, I'm, let's just get to Georgia. When we get to Georgia, I'll, I'll see who
2: we at then. Mm. Yeah, that, that, that sounds like a smart thing for you to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, before you get to the Dawgs. Uh, uh, one more question for me, and I'll see a black got something for you. So, okay. I mean, just watching the game, man. Watching the game, the coaching by Billy Napier, um, mm-hmm. the, the, the pace of your offense. Um, mm-hmm. How did you feel the flow of the game was going for the Gator offense? New quarterback, new head coach. Like you said, start off a little rocky, mm-hmm. but as a Gator fan, were you pleased with the pace of your offense? And is it something that you think could be better? Or are you kind of nervous about your offense the rest of the year?
0: Um, it's something my dude, uh, definitely think can be better, but I was very, I was very satisfied. Um, young ETN out there was looking like the best running back of college, you know what I'm saying? Uh, through the past week, at least in my eyes, just for him to be a I had to text said, I was like, damn, is this a freshman? Like we, you know, did I miss, did we have ETN on the team? Cause he's running great, you know, to be that young and he's not a big guy, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But I love his run style and. It was great for a first game. That's one thing a lot of teams got to realize like, this is the opening up the year. Like we didn't we didn't play who Miami uh played the first but through Cookman. We didn't have a chance to play for Thule Cookman to open up the season to put 70 on a terrible HBCU. Which they fans, I mean they get on my nerves, bro. Like y'all play HBCU, they all the judge in the bro. If you're a Miami fan, bro, don't talk to me till week five when y'all play a D1 school. Go to your HBCU, C-I-A-A, the Miac, the SWAT. You get through that conference first and then you come talk to me when you play ranked school. Talk to me when you play D1 scholarship, ESPN 300 players. Stop talking to me losers. But anyway, uh, I don't say. Hey,
1: hey, I mean, Fred, you're going to get what you want, boy, because they got AM week three. So we're going to get that, hey, hey, bro, that,
0: that. Bro, listen, I, they don't even get started the week five. I ain't <laughs> worried about Miami. Miami, I, we don't want to hear no no opinions from the University of Miami fans. Yeah. None. We don't want to hear what you got to say, bro. Oh, it's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Florida State, y'all did y'all thing yesterday. I definitely thought y'all boys going to um, take the L. But them boys showed guts. LSU was the bigger and faster team, man. I, I don't know how y'all beat them niggas, but y'all showed a lot of heart. You know what I'm saying? And y'all, and you know, Cole is blowing up my phone. Yeah, for sure. For hey, sure. I
1: got, I got, I got one thing for you I want to ask you something, and 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 I seen it in the Florida game, and mm. we know how Florida is has always been defensively, man. I mean, you can go all the way back to the years of. Uh, Brandon Spikes, Major Wright, them boys, Joe Hayden. Right. Florida defense has always had a dominant defense, and did it right. concern you? We know the experience of Utah, but did it concern you the way the ball was being moved on Florida up and down the field? That kind of stood out to me defensively, but they were they started getting it together offensively, so it kind of it kind of mm. was a blind spot. But did you have any concerns uh, about the defense move? once y'all get into I, SEC play, the way Utah mm-hmm. was able to run the ball and pass the ball on y'all mm-hmm. uh, in that game? I, I definitely do. Uh, but the only
0: reason why I would just have a pause for concern is because it is Utah. And Utah is like... You know, they're just a veteran team, and they pick their spots. Like, you just seen the way they was playing us. We're going to run on first and second down. We might only get three yards, but we're going to get this third down conversion. We're going to do a simple, like, it's like they had this simple game plan. The only event, it's like some Tom Brady. You Sometimes you watch Tom Brady play, and it's like he's just dinking. It's like, how are you doing this at a pro level? You know what I mean? And, 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 and the only reason I say I'm not as concerned, because I watched y'all yesterday take out that LSU team, and I'm looking at these guys, like, they are clearly, like, I'm looking at the size of y'all, I mean, y'all got some dogs on y'all team, but I'm looking at LSU, and I mean, everybody on the team, 6'8", 350 pounds, run a 4-3, and they just could not get the job done, you know what I'm saying? So I think you could take the heart out of a lot of these guys, hopefully, we get that defense to where we get a turnover kind of prone defense. We it was terrible. Don't get yeah. me wrong. That's what won y'all the game. Control. A big
1: interception. That's what won y'all the game. You
0: know it so, did. And, and yeah. it, bro. But that, and it was it's crazy because Utah made one mistake the whole game. One mistake. One mistake. Yeah, that's <laughs> one crazy. mistake. That. One. Only one mistake. And I don't know how they made it. I'm watching it. And I'm like, bro, Ryzen ain't throw a pass like that all game. I think <laughs> he was just anxious like being in that swamp. It's like, I'm trying to go for this win. I'm not going to go into overtime with Anthony Richardson, this fool doing three sixty, bro. I'm not gonna go into overtime no, with this, was like, so let's go crazy, this dog. Game. When dog did that three
2: sixty, <laughs> bro. <laughs> oh, I said, oh, he got the go. Like, they, <laughs> yeah, they, they need to drive him now. Like, right? right. I ain't like, bro. Like, what you doing, dog? Like, <laughs> yeah, crazy. yeah, I was, I got immediately concerned. <laughs> When I saw that yeah. play Like I promise you dog I ain't gonna say Nothing negative about bro all year bro
1: Nothing <laughs> After that play dog when I saw that I said oh he wildin And that lets you know How how much of a head case Dan Mullen was Cause he literally Held this kid back He literally definitely Held him back did, You know who, If he was a starter Of the full year Who just say What Florida be looking to This year with him as a as a full of t- of uh, a, a, a second year Starter in his second year, bro, right. he really getting his first full year of football, and this boy finna go to the draft off this. Yeah, right, bro. It's infuriating, bro.
0: Like it's, bro, crazy. it's bro. like we, we got to make the most of it. You know what I'm saying? For for sure, we gotta sure. We really got to make the most of it. I can't wait to hear what y'all say about them nose, Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know we already did that. We already I did. did that. <laughs> you know we had we had to open up real decent. You know what I mean?
2: Uh, so, yeah, definitely take a listen, man. Well, friend, man, it's been a long time. we we glad to talk to you. Of course, we'll be talking to you throughout the season. For so sure, um, sure. Before we let you go, man, how you feel about the Jags, man? We didn't get to talk to you during the preseason. Week one is coming up. Got the commanders in Washington. How you feeling mm-hmm. about your Jags going into the uh, NFL season, man?
0: Um, You know what? I'm, I'm optimistic. Um, I definitely think they can get the last spot in the uh, playoffs. But if they go win – Six to eight. Like, that's just my barometer with it right now. Like, give me, like, six to eight wins. Let's improve. I, I count this as Trevor's rookie year. I am not going to hold nothing right. against – Like, it was just – it was terrible last year, especially after, <laughs> after everything came out of what right. he had to deal right. with. Uh, this boy is just coming – Like, he's learning how to be in an organization, playing organized ball this year. So, like, I still know it's some kinks he's going to have to get out. You know what I'm saying? For like, sure. So, I'm not going – to you know, I'm six to eight. You know, that defense played like it's playing in the preseason. And I mean the sky's the limit, but yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna put too much pressure on that team. I'm I'm am gonna enjoy this year more than anything. I'm not gonna put so much pressure and say they're going they're young as hell, man. They, like, they, they definitely they are. Okay. Hey, real they real are, quick, said
1: what's what's I mean, Fred, what's your impressions of uh of Walker through preseason do you think he's looking pretty good or oh he yeah? yeah he's yeah. looking great
0: man uh, I think all of them are even though we haven't gotten to see the middle linebacker cause he just I think he's he been hurt this whole preseason he played yeah. the last game but you know when not get starters he looked good but we haven't really gotten to see him and what's my man Chad Moomer the white boy that oh drafted. yeah
1: yeah yeah. the linebacker
0: I, man, I've been telling people I'm like man that's gonna mess around to be their best pick like you get you get you a good white boy that know how to play linebacker. You sit for the next ten to fifteen years. Yeah, like, boys, that that's what I'm. I, I think he might he gonna be the best one to come out of that draft. This is my prediction. But walk is gonna be a problem. Like it, you know, he, uh, it, he a monster. Look at look at Georgia, bro didn't yeah, you man. see bro yesterday bro like, it's ridiculous bro yeah, there's like eight people in the first round <laughs> yeah, and they come back around with eight more first rounds on the field yeah it's, yeah,
2: yeah it's man <laughs> yeah man well okay fred man of course we'll be talking to you all season long it's great to hear from you once again yes, yes. man and uh, i knew it would be a special moment to catch you off guard man so you just <laughs> never know when you see my number across your phone you just don't know what it could be <laughs> <laughs> so that's i think hey, i can't wait
0: to press play on this
2: bro. right i think <laughs> our listeners like it man and we just gonna keep that rolling so no i will not be letting you know when i'm calling just answer, What's so? What's so? Just answer. all right Fred, be easy bro all right fellas all right, all right yo yep. all right man shout out to freddie bricks man it was good to talk to him once again to get his take on the gators and the jaguars but he he uh he led us into it so let's go ahead man the georgia bulldogs
1: this you ain't past give, hold game. on, hold on. You didn't get your take on the game. I okay. need to hear that. The Florida. You I, mean, a,
2: a, I mean, I did. You know, it's the same sentiments, man. It was a tough, fought game. Um, I don't really feel a way about it. Florida earned the win. I think Rising is a gamer, a warrior. Uh, really impressed by this Utah team. These guys were throwing up left and right, dealing with that humanity. <laughs> yeah, but it was going to be like that. And Utah got guts for even scheduling this game down in Gainesville this time of year, if you live in Florida, you know what it's like out here. And that was a night game. Can you imagine if it was at 3.30? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, shout out to Utah for being games. I thought Utah was going to get the win late. I really did. I said, well, Ryzen hasn't made any mistakes. He is a uh, a leader right there of this offense. And they finna punch this thing in and get a hard-fought win in Gainesville. And then the interception happened. If you look at the play, it was definitely a mis- communication. communication with the receiver. <clears throat> And rising. You can definitely tell something went wrong there, and it cost them. Now, will this plague Utah's season? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. It does not plague their season, but it does hurt the Pac-12 and their chances of getting to the college football playoff because the Pac-12 needed a big win. Yeah. And they didn't get it. They didn't get it this weekend. And it's going to be interesting to see how all plays out. The Pac-10 look like, as of now, they're going to be the team looking out. They're going to be the team looking out once this playoff gets uh, uh, uh put together. But hard-fought game. Anthony Richardson is a stud. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if he is the number two or three quarterback taken in the draft next year. I know everybody up on C.J. Stroud. I think Bryce Young is just a cinch at number one. But listen, Richardson is 6'4", 235 moving like that. C.J. Stroud is an excellent quarterback. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about them shortly But look man, we're talking about the NFL Yeah, you're right We're talking about the NFL And hell, I'm going to even say it If Florida go off and have a wild year and, and and Richardson is Talked about in the highest regards That could be your number one pick You're right, he could be That could be your number one overall pick So I'm not a Gator fan Can't stand him My stomach is boiling, bubbling every time I speak about him but I'm a respectful guy, and I'm going to give respect where it's due. And like Black said earlier, I'm glad that Mr. Richardson is only around for one year. Because I don't want to have to deal with that like I had to deal with
1: 15 for four years. And, and one, quick, one more quick thing. You know what's crazy, bro? You talk about Utah and having to come down and deal with that community. Humidity down here in Florida. Just imagine when Florida got to go up there next year and have to deal high with that altitude. high altitude. Mm-hmm. That's going to be interesting as well. But I like this little series, man, because look at look who would have thought they would play each other for mm-hmm. one thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's so far away. And then going to see Florida going to see them play at Utah. That's going to be crazy to watch. Look forward to it. Look forward to that, man. So I definitely like this home-and-home series they got going on. Absolutely. All right, let's move along and speed up the show a bit. The dolls
2: came calling, okay? Mm. The Oregon Ducks were absolutely eviscerated this past weekend. 49-3. to Georgia showed no mercy, showed its dominance. They look faster, stronger. They look even better than they did when they won the championship. Kirby Smart has a well Old machine just clicking. Just clicking out there with the dog's organ never stood a chance. The line was 17, 17 and a half going into this game. I thought most people thought that was kind of egregious. But then I found out Bo Nix was the quarterback of the Ducks. <laughs> boy, you so once I found out that Bo Nix was the starter for the Oregon <clears throat> Ducks, that 17 and a half was justified. Bo Nix looked at absolutely horrific. The size the speed of Georgia was prominent, but Bo Nix, he's the one I was supposed to set some momentum and some tones was God awful. Ducks get rolled and I think they're set to have a bad season. I don't think the Oregon Ducks have anything to cheer about this whole entire year and the Georgia Bulldogs what else can you say? Hmm. What else can you say, man? Them brothers over there Hmm. They hear all the talking that they one hit wonders. By God, black thoughts on the
1: ducks getting steamrolled by the dogs. Man, it was something you said yesterday, and I really had to think about it. I think it's more how awful Oregon is. They're not that good. They they really not that good. Mm-hmm. And um, leaning uh, the old I can't think of his name. I hate to get his name. Lennon that he's the new head coach at Oregon. Oh, yeah. He was a defensive coordinator at Georgia. Mm-hmm. So man, uh, it was something you told me. You was like, bro. Really go back and look and see how small they was compared to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Like man, y'all gotta. Re- I don't know if nobody realizing man, but Kirby Smart is is doing this thing the way Alabama does it. He just retooling. We gotta forget some of these guys who played in this game yesterday, man. They form a four and five star athletes, man, mm-hmm. man. And and I'm looking, I'm like, oh man, the one kid who had the interception where well, he leaned all the way back. I'm like number five. And that's a that was one of the top corners in when he five came out five star, star, star corner. corner. I forgot he was even on the team. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh man, this is crazy. And then man, if you get Stetson Bennett to play, if he can play like that all year, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, man, y'all better watch out. And then them two big bolt man, look, they gotta have the best tight best tight end room in America, man, mm-hmm. in college football. I mean, you got a big six seven, then you got a. Uh, a six, well, another 6'6 tight end mm-hmm. who can who can catch he can catch the ball like he a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I mean, the look they really didn't even have to run the ball. Did we even get to see any ounce of a run game from them? They seem like they threw the ball all over the field. Mm-hmm. And man, this little Hunter Renfro player they got that wide receiver. This boy's the real deal. Mm-hmm. But man, just uh, he they they on the mention to remind people like man, come on now. Mm-hmm. This this ain't just this, this just ain't for show sure. that one hit wonder thing ain't that's not what this is. Mm-hmm. Love what Curtis uh Curtis Smart is doing. Oregon, like you say, D, man, I feel bad for him. Y'all gonna look clean all year though. <laughs> Y'all gonna look clean, man, and and I yeah. can, and I can see why now why Pittman and Benson got up out of there because maybe they seen the writing on the wall mm-hmm. and came to Florida State. We appreciate it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Them boys to be at Florida State, but man, Bo Nix, man, like God, man. Me and Deep, we was talking. <laughs> we was talking the other day. I was like, man, that that kid, he didn't had the worst of the worst. You know, congratulations to him getting married. But man, he didn't got he didn't got ran up out of Auburn. Man, he he didn't relocated all the way to the West Coast from Alabama. I'm like, oh man, they just didn't ran Bo Nix off. And man, look like the whole old, old things just carried with him to the West Coast. My boy, that boy trash. <laughs> So man, uh, Oregon this is gonna be a tough year for them in the pack in the pack oh, team. Man, um, shout out once again, shout out to Georgia, dominant. They look dominant. They look like they look like one of the best teams in the SEC. What well, they are, one of the best teams in the SEC. So shout out to them. Looking forward to what they could do moving forth in the season.
2: Hey, bro, Bo trash, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna say it again, Bo trash, bro. I mean, my God. <laughs> I mean, my God. And they said he had to compete for that job, too. And then, <laughs> then, then I guess this how out of tune I was. I, I, I'm getting ready to put my ticket in. And I looked down on the thing, starting quarterback, Bowden B. Nix. And I ain't not think nothing of it. And then I got to thinking, I said, he did transfer. And that's when I hit the green room. and said, boys, Bowden Nix, the quarterback of the Ducks? <laughs> Boy, I took that Georgia uh, minus 17 and a half real quick, boy. Real quick. Real quick when I saw that, man. So, yeah, man, Georgia steamrolling, and they are on a mission. All right, Black, the Buckeyes Mm. of Ohio State. They also were heavy favorites over the then number five ranked Notre Dame fight average. Matter of fact, they were 17 and a half point favorites in the horseshoe. 100 plus strong. And boy... That game did not go as planned for the mm-hmm. Buckeyes. They survived and won twenty-one to ten, but the Irish had the lead going into the half, ten to three. Black C.J. Stroud. He started off slow, kind of gained some momentum as he was going on in the second half. He he only threw for two hundred and twenty-three yards. The run game was sound for the Buckeyes, but that defense really played a part of keeping Notre Dame at bay. But are you concerned about the Buckeyes? And is Notre
1: Dame going to be a fixture in this season going towards the college football playoff? Do I really believe that Notre Dame is? They have their issues offensively. They do. But defensively, they're a good team. Very good. Um, I know uh Ohio State lost their star receiver early with the hamstring. Mm-hmm. I mean, whoever hit that boy, I mean they hit him and he didn't he didn't look the same after that. He did not. And um, I just man, Notre Dame to have um Marcus Freeman as their head coach. He's a D, you gotta realize he's a defensive minded coach. Because so he's gonna have his defense ready to rock and roll. Yeah. And that's what we've seen. I don't. I, I'm not going to sit here and say that if the star receiver didn't get hurt, the game would have been different because Notre Dame was playing sound football, sound defense, of, sound defense. You know what I'm saying? So uh, Straw had to go through some things. He had to go. Through he, some was things he, he was, was challenged. He was he was challenging this game. And don't get me wrong. It's still Ohio State. When one person go down, it's other talent on that roster ready to go. And that's what we seen from. Uh, the guys who scored those t- those late touchdowns to give them the win. Mm. We got to see what other talent they have, and they were able to figure it out. But man, that was a, a that was like a blood, sweat, and tears type game, wasn't it? That Ever? was a battle. That was all defensive game until what the the last quarter. Yeah, that was a battle, man. Yeah, so going uh, I, I actually like I actually I actually like Notre Dame if they can figure some things out offensively. D, it could be okay because we see what they are defensively, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't think they're gonna play a team like Ohio State, uh, on their schedule anymore. I'm not sure I got to have to look at their schedule, but that might be the best team on their schedule this year that they play. But, man, um, shout out to Ohio State for figuring that thing out. It wasn't the fireworks we thought we was going to get from Ohio State. That was a a long, drawn-out, defensive type of battle when he plays down the stretch to win the football game. But shout-out to the Buckeyes. Shout-out to Notre Dame. Uh, we got a, we we had a good game, and I like what I saw from that game.
2: Yeah, I'm not really too concerned about Ohio State. I just think Notre Dame had a very, very, very good defense. Marcus Freeman, probably one of the best – not probably. He is one of the better defensive minds in all this college football, and he had his defense ready to play football. Offensively, they will struggle all year. I don't know where they're going to find explosiveness outside of that tight end. They struggled to run the ball. They struggled to throw the ball. I hope it was a blip because it was because they were playing Ohio State. But Black, they have a tough schedule. I mean, they do face the Foddy Mac Browns coming up. They do play BYU. They do have Clemson and they go to USC this year. So they do have a couple of obstacles that they will face. I don't think they'll make the college football playoff, but I do think that defense. And Marcus Freeman, um, they will make it very, very, very well, tough. Well,
1: you. would you say Ohio State's probably the best team on the schedule
2: they have faced this year, in your opinion? I'm explosive-wise, yes. yes. Okay. Yes, I will. I will say that. But it was a I was more intrigued with that game, Ohio State, Notre Dame, than the Florida and Utah game. And the reason why was I didn't expect things to go the way that they were going. No, I don't think nobody did. I mean, it was 10-3 at halftime Irish.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Irish, so I was really, really con- not concerned because I mean, I was intrigued and interested in how everything was going to take place, but it ended up being a scratch and claw game, and the Buckeyes find a way to win. Ryan Day's just an impressive leader. Mm-hmm. Ryan Day is an impressive leader, man, and, and one day he's gonna get him a national championship to to, to 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 you know validate his coaching career there. But man, I mean. CJ Stroud to me, I'm calling for him to win the Heisman. We both pick Ohio State to win the Natty this year. I don't know, man. I mean, how are they going to get their acts together it's still when they week go begin?
1: It's still week one. I know one. that. I'm
2: just saying these are the questions that we have. Though we don't have nothing else to go off of yeah. about what we saw in week one. I'm not saying that they won't continue their run. Mm-hmm. I fully be- believe that they will be. I put it to you like this: they had a chance to claim the number one spot on the polls if they would have did. To Notre Dame What the better Sane was going to do Cover that 17 and a half I felt like If they would have Blew out Notre Dame And showed off They would have been The number one team In the country This week Going into week three Mm -hmm. But they won't be Notre Dame I mean Alabama's still going to Hold that number one spot And then Ohio State Will be sitting where they are Nothing to sneeze at They still the number two Team in the country But I just thought They missed out on The opportunity To show the country all the hype that was coming with that offense and with that team at home. Yeah, this was not a neutral side game. This was in the horseshoe. But like you said, it's early. Their first game of the year. We'll see where it goes. But Notre Dame is going to be a tough team and, to play. And
1: you know what? Speaking of the polls, I and, and I don't, I don't, I don't like it, but it's warranted. I think they'll even put Georgia at number two because how dominant they looked. And drop Ohio State maybe to three. Maybe. Yeah, because I, I could see that happening. Because happen. Georgia looks so dominant. We thought Ohio State was going to do what Georgia did. Correct. You know, and uh, we didn't get that. So I could see a scenario where they uh, move Ohio, I mean Georgia up to number two and drop Ohio State down to three. Yeah, that definitely is something that could happen. And the new polls come out on Tuesday.
2: We got a game getting ready to kick off here in a second. Uh, the fourth-ranked Clemson Tigers getting ready to take on the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets in Atlanta um so after that we'll get the new rankings all right black let's go to miami now look (laughs) here on the sports desk we're going to be covering all florida teams the big three of course for sure Uh, we talked about florida state's massive win against a legit school we talked about florida gators having the biggest win probably of the weekend no, that was the biggest win of the weekend, knocking off the number 7th ranked defending Pac-12 champion, Utah Utes. And then we got Miami. That's right. Day County. Day County. Shout out Trick Daddy, Trina, and everybody down there. <laughs> Uncle Luke, boy, what's up with you? <laughs> they had a big win over the weekend, Black. The Miami Hurricanes put up 70 points <laughs> on Oak Leaf High. <laughs> the crazy. Miami Hurricanes beat Bethune-Cookman 70-13, and that's all I see on Twitter. Oh, boy, we look good. Boy, we rollin'. blah, 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 blah. Now, I know you can only play who you can play. That's what your schedule say, but Hurricane fans, shush. Sure, sure. Take your win and move on. Because, boy, that 100,000 in College Station waiting on ya. (laughs) (sighs) Miami fans, that 100,000 in College Station is waiting on ya. Now, I like Van Dyke. I like Crystal Ball as well. I think they have some solid pieces and some really good talent in Miami. I peeked into that game, and yes, they did look good, but y'all be cool, humble yourselves. You play a elementary school. Like Freddie Brick said, y'all keep cool until y'all play some official D1 talent with some ESPN top 300 players on there. <laughs> Please. Black, what you got on the Hurricanes and this outlandish banter about well, their 70
1: to 13 Well, man, wins. they did play star with Alabama last year. They started with Bama last year, so... you got go uh, to give them a pass,
2: Black. Go on and show love. Go on and show I'm love. I'm just saying,
1: bro. Like, they did, but um, this has always been the thing with Miami. They're going to always uh, get two cupcakes on that schedule early so they can start out 2-0. and but you know the third game moving forward that you know that's the stuff that's in question for them man and then then i think in week 3 or either week 4 they got to go up to college station we are going to see what what the uh hurricanes really have because that thing going to be rocking uh and them didn't look most impressive but you got to you got to assume man a high uh uh a rank two te- two ranked teams playing in that game in college station Miami coming to town you got to think that thing going to be rocking and I'm pretty sure Jimbo Fisher going to figure that thing out. Like you say, I agree with you, Mario Cristobal. He's Miami. He's 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 been he's been there when times were great, so he know what it takes to be a hurricane. And Bo Nix, uh, this kid got the goods, man. So we gonna uh not Bo Nix, Lord Van Dyke, he got the goods. So we are gonna be able to we are gonna see we really gonna see when they get to College Station, but these first what two or three weeks, man, we just gotta expect that. It ain't going to be nothing, bro. It's going to be high school playing until they go to College Station. So that's what you got to look forward to. And you know uh, Miami Miami fans going to ride their way until they get to College Station. And then we'll see what that temperature look like after that game. So, hey, uh, shout out to the Hurricanes on a huge win. Yeah. <laughs> on a huge win yeah. on Saturday. Looking, yeah. forward to, uh, looking forward to see what they do when they head to College Station 9 o'clock at night on ESPN.
2: Mm-hmm. So next week they have... Southern Miss okay. at 12 o'clock, and then the Aggies come calling. The Aggies from Texas A&M come calling in week three, mm. and then they kick off. So, uh, yeah, the Miami Hurricanes, 1-0 to start the season, taking care of Bethune-Cookman, 70-13. Now, the Georgia tech and Clemson game just kicked off. Now, I don't know why Georgia Tech thought they could go play-action pass, first play of the game, 80-yard bomb down the field just so it got intercepted. First play of the game. And now Clemson got the ball. Wow.
1: That's
2: not a great way to start the season, Yellow Jackets. So Clemson is out on the field and uh we're gonna see let's what see the
1: going Let's see how tiger. your boy uh, uh says DJ, like, bro. D- DJ,
2: bro. <laughs> DJ, bro. DJ Ugly Obame.
1: Yeah, let's see now how we he- mess
2: with you now. We yeah. ride with you. Now DJ. we went,
1: last year he had a tough year, so I just really wanna see how he gonna improve well, you on you know this what? year.
2: Real quick, you know one thing I forgot about? You know, they lost Three-fourths of the offensive line last year.
1: They did. They had some some
2: massive injuries on the offensive line last year. And he was injured himself uh, last year. So, uh, he just got sacked for the first play. his second play. So, we'll see how that go. All right, Black. Let's get into some other Markeen games before we wrap up the sports test. I'm going to go down the line. If you want to stop somewhere, let me know where you want to stop, my boy. Let's go with the AP Top 25. Number one, rate Alabama, 55-0 over Utah. It's the Crimson Tide, folks. (laughs) Uh, Baylor 69-10 Over Almady New York My boy mm. The 10th rate Golden Bears Kentucky 37-13 Struggled early Against Miami Ohio. Ohio Maybe they were Looking ahead uh, To the Gator game Coming up this Saturday yeah, night they,
1: they missing some Key pieces too The running back Rodriguez He's, He wasn't available For this game For that game And where it is he won't be available for the mm, Florida game. So big, big it's going me, to be a lot on their quarterback, you know, going down to the swamp. So we're going to see what happened there. Big, big loss. All right.
2: Wisconsin,
1: uh, 38 to nothing
2: over Illinois State. BYU coming down to South Florida and whooping on South Florida, 50 to 21. Lincoln Riley and my Pac 12 favorite, USC Trojans, 66 to 14 over Rice. They got up to a slow start in the first quarter, but started the steamroll. Black Utah need an overtime to take care of University of Texas. San Antonio my boy mm. 37 to 35 Matter of fact that was a 3 overtime game Let's up right here Cincinnati and Arkansas The 23, 23rd ring Bearcats fall to the SEC's Arkansas Razorbacks 31-24 very competitive game Yeah, very I north. thought that Arkansas Would pull away In uh, yeah. the second half they did not do that Cincinnati is well coached They are Luke they Fickle are. shows you again why he is one of the top coaches In college football but the Bearcats fall
1: 31 to 24 to the Razorbacks. And thing with me, real real quick there, if Cincinnati can figure out that um uh, that quarterback play and see what really situation they gonna have there they could potentially be a problem again. Defense is solid. Yes. Defense is solid. They gave Arkansas some problems. Even though Arkansas was able to hold on to that game, the kid Richardson, he looks good. Mm-hmm. He looks good. Look like he's improved for, upon last year. Mm-hmm. So we was able to see him in the game where it was tough. He played mm-hmm. against a, a tough, sound defense, and he's were able to make plays and get the win. But Cincinnati, I don't think they're going nowhere. I think they're still going. They may not make it to the playoff or nothing mm-hmm. like that, but they're going to be around. Once they figure out that quarterback play, they're going to be all right, D. Okay.
2: Oklahoma, 45-13 over UTEP. Britt Venable successful in his debut. The a Texas A&M Aggies slow start against Sam Houston State at home, but they did get the shutout 31 to nothing over Sam Houston State. NC State versus East Carolina. What a game, Man. what a game, what a game that was. Another, what was it, missed extra point. East Carolina was trying to tie the game. NC State was on the roll. A lot of odds makers had this game as a tricky bet game. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were taking East Carolina to knock off NC State. But the Wolfpack gets it done. 1-0 for the Wolfpack. Michigan take care of business. 51-7 over Colorado State. Michigan State, the fighting bell tuckers, took care of that business over Western Michigan. The backyard brawl to open up college football. Man, Great game. 38
1: 31 Pittsburgh Look D That game didn't disappoint Great game The kick off The kick off The the official season Of college football Man that was a great game To have the Blackyard Brawl You can go all the way Back to the early 2000s Into the 90s Man of those games How good those games were When we were coming coming up Watching football But man we got treated Saturday night To see Pitt And see West Virginia Go at it Really, really good game. Can't wait next week for uh, Tennessee and Pitt. I think that's going to be a, a very good one.
2: Absolutely. And to
1: close out the week for the top twenty-five, Wake Forest
2: forty-four to ten over Virginia Military. Didn't know that was a thing. And Oklahoma State in a shootout was Central Michigan fifty-eight to forty-four. I mean, Oklahoma State never gonna get no defensive players. <laughs> Mike Gundy say, look, if you look, just give me offense.
1: I, mean, I ain't the worried about able,
2: defense, huh? No, 44-58, to to they get the win over Central Michigan. All right, Black, let's talk about a couple games, man, before we uh, close out the sports desk, NFL Week 1 is kicking off, man. We're going to dive all into all the Week 1 games next week. Uh, looking forward to talking about the Jags, the Cowboys. NFL is back. Our shows are going to be explosive going forward, covering college and NFL. But, Black, next week, tennis, uh, Texas, Alabama, Twelve o'clock on Fox. Black Alabama is a twenty-point favorite. Do mm. they cover? They do they cover against Texas? They at cover Texas.
1: They cover. They cover. Yeah. All
2: right, Black. Another notable game on the weekend. Spencer Rattler making his debut. All right, the South Carolina Gamecocks will be taking on not his debut but his second game in the first game in the SEC. They'll be taking on Arkansas. Oh. All right. Next week, twelve o'clock on ESPN. Arkansas's favorite, eight and a half. Do the Razorbacks cover the eight and a half? I think Razorbacks win that game, but I don't know if they cover the eight and a half. Okay. Yeah. Uh, other notable games on the schedule. What do we got? Tennessee, Pittsburgh, three thirty. ABC. Man. The Vols are currently a six and a half point favorite. Mm. Favorite on the roll. Does Tennessee cover the six and a
1: half? Um. Woo. D. I don't know if they cover the six and a half, but I like them to win. You like Tennessee? I think to that's win. gonna be yeah. a I think that's gonna be a game. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to
2: watching that as well. 3.30 <laughs> on ABC. Interesting game between the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. Washington State looked really good over the weekend. One to know. Coming down to Badger Country to face Wisconsin mm. on Fox at 3 30. That's gonna be an interesting game. Black Wisconsin is a 17 point favorite. Do the Badgers take care of watching the state in that 17? Uh badger me. Do they cover? I don't think so. Okay. And, of course, we've got a couple night games on deck. Kentucky, Florida, in the swamp. Currently, right now, the Gators are a four-and-a-half point favorite. Do the Gators cover?
1: Yeah, I, 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 I think uh, the Gators do cover. Without, that, without Kentucky having that running back, if that's the word Rodriguez is not going to play, I don't see how Kentucky can beat Florida.
2: All right, two more games on the slate to talk about, man. Uh, Lincoln Riley is headed to Stanford this Sunday night on ABC. Currently, right now, the Trojans are a nine-point favorite to face the Cardinal. Black, do the Trojans cover?
1: D, I'm going to say no. Mm, okay. You know, man, Stanford. <laughs> they always play them tough. Bro, they always play them tough and... This at the farm, my boy. Mm-hmm. This at the farm, man. And they, get they uh, Stanford, we don't see them much on TV. It's times we have, but we we don't see much of them. And they giving them that 7.30 prime time slot. So, we going to see. So, I'm going to say that this is kind of, I think USC will win. But this uh, nip and tuck, this type of game, I'm going to say they don't cover the nine. Okay, we'll see. I'll be watching out very closely. And last but not least, Black. We got us a nice
2: 10-15 game top 25 matchup, 1015 mm. on ESPN. The number 10 ranked Baylor Golden Bears mm. on the road to face the BYU Cougars, Black. Oh, man. Baylor, BYU 1015 on ESPN. Right now, the BYU Cougars are a three and a half point favorite oh. over the number 10 ranked Golden Bears. Black, what do you think about that matchup?
1: Um, Bellamy Well they went out you saying they winning So BYU ain't gonna cover The three and a half They ain't gonna cover The three and a half No they not But Bellamy in that one But it's gonna be tough boy That high altitude Look forward to watching that one Man Oh that's 10-15 10-15 Black yeah. The nightcap game. Oh, man. I got to stay up and watch that one. Absolutely. That's going to be a good um, one. That's going to be a good one. But uh, Bellamy, though. Absolutely. All right, man. So,
2: uh, fascinating, fascinating week in college football. Um, Shout out to Freddie Bricks for sure for calling in on the show. Um, Definitely, definitely a good time uh, talking to Freddie Bricks, man. Um, You know, Football brings a certain type of energy, man. Football brings it, man, and we just feel it just even with this episode. So, next week, we're adding NFL to the slate. Man, it's going to be a lot of ball that we're going to be talking, man. So, uh, the Fantasy League, shout out to the Sports Test Fantasy League. 2022, it kicks off this week. All the teams, have your lineup set. Be ready to roll. NFL week one, college football week three. This is just going to be a fantastic weekend, and I definitely look forward
1: to uh, to the weekend, black. Anything
2: before we get out of here?
1: I know, man. Just appreciate all the love and support, man. Y'all keep rocking with us. Big things coming. Uh, it's football season, man. What can you say? You you see the energy already, man. And uh, having Freddie on, man, it's 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 always it's always big time, man. So shout Damn. out to him. Uh, but y'all keep rocking with us, man. We gonna keep giving y'all great content. Content, y'all can hit me on Twitter and Instagram at Black NL3. Man, y'all hit me up, let's talk about it. Absolutely, man. Deirdre Hicks Jr., man, on
2: all platforms Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Holla at your boy, chop it up with me, man. And uh, look forward to talking to y'all about that ball. All right, so uh, yeah, y'all be cool, be safe, take care of yourselves, and uh, just look forward to talking more football. It is back, great time of year. It is just really, 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 really dope. Tell a friend, tell a friend, and tell a friend. There's a new sports show around. We're almost knocking down 200 episodes. That is crazy. Uh, but when we get there, we'll talk about that then. All right. So share us with your barber, your teacher, your 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 your, the, the, uh, your yard man, your pool man, the the lady who rung you up at the grocery store. Uh, anybody out there who's in the sports, tell them about then black man. Tell them about the sports. This man, that barber shop, backyard barbecue, sports talk. That's what we on, man. Y'all be easy, and we'll be seeing y'all in just a few days. You're listening to the
1: sports show. Are you ready to go? Are you ready to go? Are the you
0: ready to go? Dance. Are you ready to go? The re- no, 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 no. no, no,
2: no, no. Hey, this is Deuce Lunch Sports, man.
1: No. Come on to the Sports desk. New Sports Desk. You're listening to the Sports Show.